I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence, and you're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Danny Chazanoff, Chief Operating Officer of Paysafe. Paysafe recently launched its latest Lost in Transaction report. 8,000 consumers surveyed. The report looks at how COVID-19 has changed the payments landscape and what that means for the future of commerce. So, obvious question, Danny. How has consumer behavior changed? Thanks very much, uh, Robin. Really uh, nice to uh, chat with you today. As you mentioned, we commissioned our annual consumer survey with over 8,000 respondents to try and better understand and assess exactly what the change in habits have been in countries like the US, the UK, Canada, Germany, Austria, and Bulgaria as it relates to COVID-19. And there's been some interesting findings, and uh, some of them may be directly correlated to COVID-19 and some of the impacts that that, have, that, that has had uh, over the last 14, 15 months. And some of it might just be the ongoing trends and patterns that we've seen uh, throughout the uh, payments landscape and industry. So one of the first things that we found was that there was an accelerated shift uh, to digital commerce. I think that's pretty obvious and something that we've been hearing a lot about, and that the, the shift uh, to consumers using alternative payment methods has dramatically increased as well and has continued. I think the second point is that there have been some new trends that have emerged that uh, we'll talk about a little bit later. And thirdly, basically, consumers are looking beyond the pandemic uh, and plan to make these new trends permanent. And again, I think that, you know, since the pandemic has lasted as long as it has, I think that these behaviors and these new, I guess, habits are going to uh, take a while to change and most likely won't change back to what the behaviors were pre. So about 85, 86% of the consumers have now changed their online payment habits since the start of COVID-19. And probably about a third of those consumers are using digital wallets a lot more frequently, something that you know, has been grown in the past, but has accelerated certainly over the last year, a year and a half. And about 13% of the consumers that we surveyed are actually using prepaid cards a lot more regularly and often. Almost 60% of the consumers have used a new payment method for the first time, again, with digital wallets being one of the more popular mechanisms that is being used to conduct payments. And then about 38% of the consumers say that they're way more familiar with alternative payment methods. We call them APMs. They're more familiar with APMs than they were pre-COVID-19. And about 30% of them are more likely now to use an alternative payment method as they are becoming more and more familiar. So overall, consumers appear to be um, more confident as well uh, as it relates to the security of online payments than perhaps this time last year. I remember a year and two and three ago, one of the big concerns continued to be security and um, the consumer's perception of how uh, concerned they were with respect to uh, them being uh, compromised and there being fraud related to their transaction. Although that still remains a big concern, it seems that consumers are becoming more comfortable and more confident with the programs and the policies and the processes that a lot of the payments companies are putting in place. And then the last thing maybe is that the use of cash during COVID-19 looks likely to bounce back uh, once the pandemic is no longer an issue. So prior to the pandemic, about 44% of consumers made less than 25% of their in-person payments using cash. Under 10%, about 9%, were completely cash-free 
Uh, during COVID, this rose from 44% to about 58% and from 9% to 14%. That said, however, what we're discovering through the um, responses that we've received from the survey, when consumers are asked to project their cash usage once the pandemic is over and people are transacting face-to-face more regularly, only 10% uh, plan to completely go cashless and about 50% plan to make at least a quarter of their transactions using cash. So you'll see those trends go back and forth. And uh, it's very interesting to see how some of the habits are going to stick and some of the habits may not necessarily stick as much. What's interesting, of course, is the speed that this has all happened at, and that is down to the, the pandemic. Everything you've described has effectively been an existing trend that, and I've said this to, to other people, that has been turbocharged by the pandemic. We couldn't agree with you more. And, and you know what we've seen in our own business, again, because we have merchants in multiple categories, some online, some offline, and we also service millions of consumers with a series of products that we offer, both digital wallet and e-cash products, that we're, we're seeing the behaviors change. And I think what we saw, let's call it in uh, early 2020, be- before the pandemic hit, all of a sudden accelerated at a much faster speed. And it's really interesting, just one analogy, which uh, may not necessarily be specifically uh, related to payments, but I think that a lot of companies like Paysafe were anticipating, not the pandemic for sure, but were anticipating changes in behaviors and changes in the market and changes in the way that people work. And I think people were just becoming more and more prepared for that swing, that pendulum swing to further, as you suggested, accelerate the use of online payments over brick and mortar face-to-face payments. Because, you know, where consumers had a choice pre-COVID, they didn't really much have a choice during COVID. Now, the implementation of payments technology is running at different paces in different countries. Were there any significant differences? You, you listed in a number of countries earlier on that you covered in the survey. Were there any significant differences between how consumers in different countries have adopted different technologies? Yeah, and that's a good question. And it's always interesting to see the different patterns or trends, either in a particular merchant vertical or in a particular territory or geography. You know, one of the benefits that that we have as being part of Paysafe is that we are global and we service many markets and many countries. So a few points that we discovered as we reflected on the responses that we got from the survey. For example, uh, in Italy, more consumers used digital wallets to pay over 50%. I think it was something like 55% than any other payment method. And this is higher than pretty much any other country. So Italy is certainly a leader when it comes to consumers being confident and interested in using wallets to make payments. Uh, More consumers in Italy, about 45%, are also using digital wallets more frequently during COVID and significantly more are using prepaid cards. So when I talked about the acceleration in usage of wallets and uh, prepaid cards, Italy is certainly uh, the country that is leading that charge and leading that migration towards those payment methods. Uh, U.S. was second, and although they did see increases that were quite material, weren't quite as significant as those in Italy. What we also discovered is uh, consumers in countries like the U.K., uh, Canada, uh, U.S. and Italy as well, cited that the move to shopping online as the primary reason for changing payment methods. 
So where their habits have changed, where most of their purchases or a large percentage of their purchases moved from offline to online, they saw that as the primary explanation as to why they started using additional payment methods for ease, for concerns that they had that this might provide a better methodology from a security perspective. So there were a variety of reasons, but all in all, we saw that in those countries, a trend to more usage of uh, payment methods that were different, perhaps, than what were typically used a year or a year and a half ago. I think there's a couple of other things very quickly. Wanting to use cash online uh, has also become an interesting phenomenon and popular in the U.S., So 40% of the consumers that responded from the U.S. said that they would like to buy online using cash where appropriate. And that's uh, relative to, let's let's say, the U.K., where it was about 25%. So there were a lot of overlap and intersections for sure with respect to the various countries. I think all the countries were more or less, or the consumers within those countries were more or less in the same predicament where they had to find additional ways to pay for uh, what became an accelerated movement towards online shopping. You mentioned usage of cash to pay online in, in the US. Is that still an issue of concern over security? I think it's a combination of a few things, Robin. I think it's uh, security is one. I think that there are still some consumers who have cash available to them uh, that would like to be able to use cash not only to pay for you know groceries when they go into a supermarket, but also to be able to pay for goods and services that they typically buy online. I also think that it's an interesting way of buying products and services online for those that are underbanked or underserved by banks for one reason or another. And certainly, you know, this may not have necessarily been a possibility a few years ago, because just thinking about the concept of paying for something online using cash doesn't necessarily resonate immediately. But with products, for example, like PaySafe Card and PaySafe Cash, it's become quite convenient and quite easy to use a large network of distribution to find convenient ways of converting cash into, for example, online vouchers, and then using those online vouchers to buy goods and services, where in the past, those consumers may have used traditional methods like credit or debit cards. Well, those are systems which are already gaining traction in other parts of the world, in South America, in Africa, for example. It's probably too early to talk about a post-COVID world, but what can you say about potential trends for the future? It's interesting. We certainly have learned a lot over the last 14 or 15 months. We've learned what merchants expect as it relates to providing their consumers with convenient, easy, safe ways of conducting commerce online in particular. We've also learned that consumer behaviors, although already changing, as we mentioned, pre-COVID, certainly accelerated and really started changing at a much faster pace over the last uh, year and a half. A few things that we're seeing or thinking uh, will be trends uh, on a go-forward basis is that in-person spending is already bouncing back. We've seen that, especially in the U.S., and appears unlikely to return to pre-COVID levels, but only a small minority of consumers plan to only shop online in the future. So you will see a trend for consumers to go back into retail stores, certainly not at as quickly as perhaps some retailers would hope, and certainly not at the same frequency. So, you know, where the pendulum was far more weighed 
into brick and mortar transactions going back two, three, four years ago. And as we've seen the trends change over the last several years, they certainly have accelerated. And I think that although we're going to get a bit of a bounce back, it's not going to be anywhere close to what it was before COVID. Only about 7% of the consumers are not shopping in stores at all currently. So it's a relatively small number compared to about 11% in April. So that number continues to drop. Uh, And at the same time, only about 12% of the consumers are currently shopping in stores as much as they did pre-COVID. So consumers are going back into the stores, but certainly not at the uh, same frequency. About half of the consumers that we spoke to say they're already shopping or plan to shop in stores as frequently as COVID-19. So that's less than half. Uh, and a further 8% plan to shop in stores more. So uh, it's interesting uh, that uh, you got a bit of a mix between those consumers who have really embraced this new phenomenon where everything or almost everything can be done, you know, in the uh, convenience of their, uh, of their living room. But then there are a variety of consumers in certain countries, like, for example, the U.S., that are itching to get back into the store. And then I think, I think also it's important to note, and this obviously is geography by geography, but the vaccine rollout will also have a, a massive impact on how and when consumers return to, uh, to shopping you know, in the store. About 57%, as mentioned, plan to reduce the volume of in-store shopping. They do once uh, or until such time as a vaccine has been a little bit uh, more uh, successful with respect to reaching a larger percentage of the population. So last but not least, I think it's also important to note that about a third of consumers are planning to permanently reduce how much they do other in-person activities as well, such as attending concerts or sports events. So that's also going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens with respect to in-dining situations with respect to restaurants concerts, sporting events, etc. I'm based in Canada. And as a Canadian, I follow hockey very closely. And right now we're in the middle of the hockey playoffs. Our team in Montreal uh, made it to the next round. And when I look at the arena, we're allowing about 2000 fans in an an arena that holds about 20,000. But if I look across the border into the US, you'll see, uh, you know, attendance in the 15 to 20,000 range. So it's really interesting to see how trends and patterns are slightly different or in some cases significantly different. And I don't think it's necessarily a massive change other than how quickly people will adapt. I think that Canada is probably about uh, three to six months behind the U.S. Danny Chazanoff, Chief Operating Officer of Paysafe, thank you very much.